0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to That's the Point.
1: Welcome back.
0: How are you, Chris?
1: I'm feeling great. You are. Yeah.
0: I have to say <laughs> <laughs> the last few days I told Kristen I said, "Wow, you are in a great mood."
1: Yeah. I <laughs> I went through I had a couple days where I was in a really bad mood this past week. I know. Just like down. (laughs) I don't know. And like mood swings is really what I was having. Like I'd just be in the worst mood. But then the past three days, I've been in a great mood.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was like, wow, you're in a great mood. She and Shannon came over this week and Emily and I were leaving as they were going to use our gym and Kristen had all these funny stories about a Reuben sandwich and trolling <laughs> Shannon. And I was laughing getting into the car and I texted Kristen. I'm like, wow, you're in such a great mood.
1: <laughs> I think I've been a little bit stressed about some work things that have just been like looming over my head and yeah. I got them done. And And then I woke up a couple of days ago and I was like, Kristen, you just need to let go of some stuff. Like I was just holding on, you know, when you're just like trying to control everything and Mm -hmm. even things that don't matter. Yeah. That's how I was being. And it was making me annoyed. And then I woke up one morning and I prayed and I was like, I'm just going to let it go, be chill, enjoy life, appreciate the people around me. (sighs) And honestly, it's lifted my spirit so much. Yeah. And I'm just like.
0: Just even you saying that made me take a deep breath and be like, yeah, you're so right.
1: Yeah. I just realized I was like wound up a little bit and I needed to just breathe, let it go. Like whatever happens, happens. Like, you know, I just had to kind of unwind.
0: A Christian namaste
1: exactly
0: let's take a namaste with all of the listeners right now ready okay <sighs> oh wow
1: we all needed that <laughs> i
0: think <laughs> i feel good no that's great well you've been in a great mood 10 out of 10 and when she walked in this morning she was all smiles she was only 14 minutes late
1: John, don't even mention my lateness because someone gave us a one star review on Apple Podcast because they said I hate late people and they gave us a one star.
0: Listen, that's our not said, me.
1: And I said, Emily, was it you? <laughs> <laughs> Cause John's sister hates when I'm late. Oh and my god. She gosh. was like, it was me. Just kidding. I mean,
0: you've never been this close to on time, so we're making progress. I
1: was 14 minutes late today.
0: Yeah. And last week you were an hour and one minute. Yeah. Yeah. So So
1: I'm working hard. We're making
0: strides. We are. We are. We are. So give me some life updates today, Chris. What's been going on in your world?
1: Well, I do have some life updates. And first, I want to just talk about pregnancy.
0: Oh, okay. Because I just,
1: I feel like I haven't really given many updates. I feel like I haven't really talked about this pregnancy as much just because. When it's your second pregnancy, it's not the only thing you're talk you're thinking about because mm-hmm. you're, you have a child already. Right. So I'm 24 weeks.
0: R- wow. I didn't realize how <laughs> far you were. Yeah.
1: That's pretty far.
0: Over halfway.
1: I have 16 weeks to go. I saw on my app
0: today. Wow, How does that make you feel?
1: I'm, I just feel very excited. Okay. I, anytime I see, uh, like a newborn video, like of a mom with her newborn, I'm like, I cannot believe I'm going to have a newborn soon. A tiny little baby like Yeah. I feel like this time I'm going to be able to soak it in the newborn stage so much more because with James obviously I soaked it in and I just was with him 24 and, 7 and loved every second of it but there's also just so much worry and everything's so new and your life is changing so much yeah so this time I just want to just soak it in. Soak in those tiny little moments.
0: Well, they always say first time moms, it's like they're worried about every single thing and second babies, you're just able to chill more, right?
1: Yes. I just think now I'm more aware of how fast the newborn phase goes. Sad. And I just, I'm just going to try to be even more conscious of how special and quickly that time goes by. Um, but I'm feeling very excited. I just looked up on my app. The baby is the size of an eggplant.
0: Wow.
1: One and a half pounds. Wow. That is kind of big. That
0: is honestly big because I still feel like you're newly pregnant, but you're not 24 weeks. Hello. I know.
1: Hello. But I'm feeling her kick so much. Aw. Oh, she kicks so much, especially after I have coffee in the morning.
0: More than James did.
1: I think she is, um, I think about the same. Okay. Yeah, I would say she's not kicking like so much more than James ever did, but she definitely kicks a lot. But now that I've raved about pregnancy, I have a few complaints. Oh, good.
0: (laughs) But wait, before you get there, you have been feeling so much better, Mm -hmm. hence your mood as well. I feel like the last few weeks, you've definitely turned a curve.
1: I've had more energy. The nausea is gone.
0: Nausea is gone. Oh,
1: thank God! The nausea went away at 21 weeks. That's
0: a long time to deal with that.
1: Yeah, and now I just feel more balanced out with my energy. But now is the time when the baby's getting bigger. Is that I feel like aches and pains are starting. Ooh. Not horribly yet, but just I can kind of you know
0: get into th- the things end. are
1: stretching, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. You know, the joints are feeling, the joints are jointing.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the worst thing I've had for the past few weeks is horrible pregnancy insomnia.
0: Oh, I, yeah, yeah.
1: I was horrible up from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. completely wide awake the other night.
0: Yeah, you told me. Ugh. And
1: maybe that contributed to my bad mood those days because those days were the days I was having the worst sleep ever. Really? There was
0: nothing you did on those days, like drink coffee late or caffeine or do something where you know,
1: no, it's just like, it's just the feeling of you have to get up to pee because you have to pee a million times in the night. And then it's like your, my brain would start going Mm -hmm. and I'd be thinking of all the things, you know, that you're just the worries of life. And I was just up for so long. And so I told Marcus, I was like, can we pray that because I had like three horrible nights in the ro- in a row. Ugh. And I was like, can you just pray for me tonight that I get a full night's sleep? Guys, I had the first full night's sleep that I've had since getting pregnant, honestly. Because really? ever since I've been pregnant, I've been having to get up in the night to get, use the bathroom mm-hmm. at least three times. This night, I three? had no times of waking up and I slept until 8:30. James slept till 8:30. Oh. It was I woke up, I walked out of my room. I was smiling. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, it felt oh, so good." Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> I just walked oh. out like a Disney princess. Yeah, of
0: course, you have to.
1: So, after
0: three nights of being a mongrel, you grew into that princess.
1: I know. And then the last two nights, I've really had good sleep. So,
0: good. I that don't know. definitely is contributing to the good Kristen mood, I feel like. Yes. I just have to say, I'm a low key feminist for all the shiz you girls go through.
1: <gasps> don't be low key, high key, please. No,
0: no. I'm no, a male. No, but women are. <laughs> they are super power. They are superpower. 100%.
1: The
0: things you girls go through, I'm like, sheesh, and then add pregnancy on top of it. Eve really messed up in the garden.
1: <laughs> Eve screwed us over. <laughs> no, but uh, I was looking up some pregnancy insomnia r- remedies, mm-hmm. and someone said tart cherry juice mixed with magnesium powder at night before you go to bed is supposed to help you sleep so well. So at Trader Joe's yesterday, I found the tart cherry juice and I was like, I just wanted to see how much sugar was in it. It was so much sugar. I was like, I can't, I, I, I feel like that's just a placebo, the tart cherry juice. Cause it had like 30 grams of sugar in one cup. And that would, I feel like make me sleep worse. Yeah, that's weird. What do you think about that? I have no <laughs> thoughts. <laughs>
0: As you're talking, I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> but no, was it added sugar or not?
1: No, it's like just from the cherries. It's just straight cherry juice. But there's 30 grams of sugar. So, it ladies try. out there, if the chart cherry juice has worked for you, let me know. But I think I'm just gonna try some magnesium powder and see how that goes. Wow,
0: well, I kind of want to just try the chart. The chart? No, the tart <laughs> cherry juice. I just
1: want to try the chart juice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's disgusting. I Kristen. know. I'm
1: actually. I'm sorry that I said. That.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, but it's your good mood, attributing to mm-hmm. your hilarious, awful jokes
1: and my no filter. But exactly. anyways,
0: yeah. Let's move on to your next. My update. next.
1: My next update is that honestly, my cravings have also kind of subsided. I feel like I'm just eating good, oh, good. just normal. Good. Let's talk about Halloween.
0: Oh, let's definitely talk about Halloween
1: because. First, I'm going to do one little disclaimer. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, every year if I post our Halloween costumes, obviously I get so many messages from people saying, how can you celebrate Halloween while being a Christian? I'm scared. So I just want to say, before I say any of this Halloween, these Halloween thoughts, (gasps) I'm not trying to invite opinions. (gasps) I'm just trying to share some things I've been thinking about.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, so this year I've just been feeling, I was like not excited about Halloween this year.
0: Yeah, I never am.
1: I'm never excited about Halloween. I just feel like I'm just doing it because it's a thing. It's Mm -hmm. a tradition. I'm not ever like, I'm not a Halloween girl. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I was just thinking for my future, kids and everything, Mm -hmm. do I want to do Halloween every year? Cause I'm never excited about it it's always just stressful to me I get a last minute costume it's cute to get a couple pictures but I'm just so mad about it and then it is something where I'm like I don't want James to see all these scary things mm-hmm. while we're out trick-or-treating it's not like I feel like I'm being demonic by celebrating Halloween but I feel like I did have a conviction about it like what like, what do purpose? I want to do? Yeah. Like, do I want to, to do Halloween every year or maybe not? Yeah. And I still haven't decided.
0: Well, I think that's so interesting. I feel like everyone has different like standards and convictions mm-hmm. that they feel personally because of experiences or whatnot. I never celebrated Halloween growing up. I've never been trick-or-treating until this past Halloween For the first time, I didn't. You went
1: with your friends' Well, no, no. I
0: went with my friends' kids. I didn't dress up or anything. And it was actually so sweet. And I was like, wow, this is why everyone loves it. Yet at the same time, when I was doing it, I just thought, like, I don't know if I would want to bring my kids trick-or-treating because there's so many creepy things along the way that they have to I don't know. I yeah. just, but listen, so many people love Halloween Christians, non-Christians, whatever, and they feel totally fine about it. Listen, pop off, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like for me personally, especially because I didn't grow up doing it, I don't have the nostalgia of it and there's just so much darkness around it. I don't feel comfortable with it for my kids. Yeah. Now leave it to my wife. If she feels a different way, we can have a conversation,
1: but. Of course, but I still feel undecided about it, but honestly, <laughs> I got James a last minute firefighter costume from Amazon. So cute. And he wanted no part in it. I put it on. I had to bribe him with a lollipop to even get the costume on him Mm. for two seconds to take a picture. And then he ripped it off. So I was just like, I don't know.
0: There goes your Halloween.
1: There goes the only thing (laughs) I like about Halloween. James being in a cute little outfit. But honestly, we'll see what happens next year. We will. That's my last life update, so it's off to you.
0: Let's kick off my life updates with last night at Kristen and Marcus's house. (laughs) Why are you laughing?
1: Oh, I just think I know what you're about to say.
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. Yes, Uh, I am going to say that. But first, Kristen and Marcus invited me and Emily over last night to have s'mores with Shannon, uh, Kristen's friend who's in town now for the third week. We keep talking about her. We had a great time. We made s'mores with James. I held Dolly half the night, her cat. And uh, around mm, 10 o'clock, I would say, maybe nine. Yeah, 10 o'clock. I just randomly said, guys, I want to open up. I said, would you rather open up a bakery or a coffee shop? And what did you say, Kristen?
1: I said, no, you said a bakery or a breakfast spot.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. I said bakery. And I said breakfast spot. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I just said, if I had a breakfast spot, I would call it Bad Brad's.
1: I still don't know (laughs) if you are being serious.
0: Okay. I'm being dead serious.
1: drop the act. There's zero act here. You really want a breakfast spot named Bad Brad's, although you know no one named Brad.
0: No, I don't. Brad Pitt.
1: And Bad, so Brad is bad. And yeah. he needs to serve you breakfast. The
0: girls were yelling at me last this night. Like it was so the worst off thing. brand for I, you. I know, but I just see it as like a classy all-American place. Called Like, I want the Bad Brad's Burrito.
1: I see it as like the most jank. No, no, no. It's jank.
0: It's Ralph Lauren vibes with a little bit more of a diner experience. Bad Brad's. It's so cool. Like, this is the thing. If you walked in... And you saw the aesthetic, you saw the menu, you saw the typography, all this type of stuff. You'd be like, oh, this Bad Brad's place is so cool.
1: No, because then yes. we looked it up and then there is a Bad Brad's <laughs> barbecue in Missouri. And the branding is exactly what you would think it is. It's demonic. It's a skull with fire, Bad Brad's barbecue. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect for Bad Brad's. Anyway, John, so- just, just- just try to brainstorm a different name.
0: Well, I love that name. I'll probably open up one. But what did you say your bakery was called?
1: Honeycomb Cafe. No,
0: no. Before that, it was like Humble something.
1: Oh, the um, the Humble Collective.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> like, can you get more white vanilla? <laughs> boring okay.
1: okay that I didn't like that name that was like yes the name. you did okay
0: Kristen then goes around to say okay everyone has to go around and say what they would name their coffee shop and I'll be the judge and then Kristen said that humble collective was the best one and it wasn't
1: but then I changed to honeycomb cafe which, which I think is, is cuter cute. yeah it's
0: cuter but I don't like it
1: yeah I don't like it either
0: okay well I guess we both don't like each other's names except I love mine bad brads
1: that's the point coffee house Now that that, is cute. That is cute. Okay.
0: Okay. So So, maybe, you know what? what? If we open up, that's the point coffee shop. I will have a bad Brad's cappuccino on the menu.
1: You can go in early every morning and make the bad, (laughs) bad, bad Brad's burrito with baked beans and.
0: (laughs) Baked beans. Shut (laughs) up.
1: The, The bad Brad baked bean burrito.
0: Honestly, I'd buy.
1: And and that can be your namesake, but that will be the only Brad It'll be called
0: mentioned. the Batty Burrito.
1: Now that's cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm
1: so glad that we touched on that. So everyone can share their opinion of bad Brad's.
0: Yeah, and if you don't like it, please just, you don't need to be mean. Just say. No, you, no.
1: I give y'all permission. This is the only time that y'all can be mean. <laughs> Y'all can be so mean about Bad Brads.
0: Oh my gosh. I, you know what? Merch coming for this holiday season. Merry Christmas. Love Bad Brads. <gasps> bad Brads. Okay. Um. Book Club. We are one weekend Book Club. <gasps> loving it. What about you?
1: Everybody is loving it.
0: I really like the character Molly. Everyone's really liking her. And most people are not staying on schedule on Patreon.
1: I was going to say, everyone's reading ahead. They're leaving us in the dust.
0: I know, but I'm staying on schedule so I can talk to the specific chapters you know mm-hmm. anyways um, first chat goes up today on Patreon that's really fun um, my family is coming in today all well my parents and my little sister because my sister-in-law Jessa is due with her little baby
1: oh my god! I know
0: I'm so excited so they get in today they're staying with me and Emily for the next week or two until Jessa has the baby but she's due now so it'll be any day <gasps> So that's really exciting. And then last thing is this weekend I head to Texas for a black tie wedding.
1: I did not know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Where, friend,
1: where in Texas?
0: Well, I'm staying in Dallas, but I, the wedding's like 40 minutes outside of Dallas. But my friend Janine's getting married. A lot of friends are going, so it'll be a good time. But I haven't been to a black tie wedding in years.
1: <gasps> Do you have a black tie?
0: I have a black tie and I have a black tux. Good. Anything else, Chris, you want to chat about before we dive into our topic of today?
1: No, let's just dive in because today's episode is going to be, it's going to haunt me. It's Mm -hmm. all of our most embarrassing stories and, you know, I've done some embarrassing things in my life and I wanted to specifically say (laughs) I wrote stories or I, I wrote down stories to share with you guys that are embarrassing things that I've done that are out of character for me. Okay. So they're kind of just like shocking. Oh my gosh. John took off the puffer. It's hot. And he's he's in his muscle tank for the <laughs> Patreon. But these stories I think that I don't think that you know most of these.
0: And and honestly, I'm really excited for yours because I have one or two that are like, okay, but I'm not, I don't have the funniest stories. I couldn't think of that many. So this one's going to be on you to carry. Okay.
1: Okay. The pressure's on. Mm-hmm. The first one is just like a physically embarrassing thing that happened to me in college. As most of you guys know, I went to Florida State University, which is a big college campus. And I decided one day in the summer to wear A summer pretty floral dress and I had a class that started on (laughs) one side of the campus and then the next class was on the whole other side of the campus it was like a 25 minute walk okay so I had to do that every Monday and Wednesday today happened to be a Monday and I got out of my class I put my backpack on I had my headphones in and I started my trek my 25-minute trek. It was probably like...
0: A mile and a half At half least almost. a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: I got to my class early, so I was just about to sit on a little bench outside my classroom. And you know, when you okay. kind of like go to sit down in your inner dress, you put your hands behind your butt so the dress goes under your butt when you sit down.
0: I've seen girls do it. I don't know personally.
1: I don't feel my dress. <gasps> my backpack... <laughs> for a mile and a half a mile and a half (laughs) i walked through the whole campus with my full butt
0: out oh my gosh i'm red thinking about it i
1: I, I put my hands behind my butt i felt my full cheeks (laughs) both cheeks I looked around there. Th- this campus is bustling. Like.
0: Bustling with booties.
1: Hundreds of people saw my full butt. Oh. I'm and like,
0: nobody had the audacity to say, hey, girl, put your dress down.
1: No one had the the decency to yeah, say yeah. your whole butt is out.
0: Oh, my I, God. I, I,
1: I, I, I quickly pulled my dress down. I sat down and it's like it's the level of embarrassment that you just know that so many people just saw your full butt and there's nothing you can do about it except just sit there in shame and silence. And it was, that was probably the most physically embarrassing thing that's ever happened. To
0: that me. is truly horrifying.
1: Yeah. And then there's like, there's no, there's <laughs> no like tie up to the end of the story. Cause it's just like, okay, you fix your dress and then, you got to move on with life.
0: There's nothing to be done.
1: Oh my god! What
0: was seen was seen. It can't be unseen. What was
1: seen was seen. I was a freshman in college and it's <gasps> wow. just, it's just so mortifying. I can remember exactly where I was, where that bench was, oh what dress gosh. I was wearing. Question. What?
0: You didn't get any like nice woofs of air on your cheeks?
1: No, because I was wearing a dress that was like a very flowy, like little oh. short sundress. Okay. So, it was already breezy. (laughs) Easy, breezy, beautiful butt cheeks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not cover girl today. Butt
1: cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: I don't even want to give mine. Mine's not that embarrassing, but I will say it.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. You have to at least say it. Yeah,
0: I'm going to say. Okay, so I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give a disclaimer. I wet the bed till I was 10.
1: Well, that is embarrassing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. I have... I want to tell everyone to go attack Kristen for saying that wetting the bed is embarrassing. You
1: know, incontinence is very common, especially after pregnancy. What? Incontinence. What is that? You can't hold in your bladder.
0: Oh, okay. Incontinence. Actually, (laughs) this actually is very funny because I told Emily this week, Kristen has a very diverse vocabulary.
1: AP language in high school I got a five on my exam
0: I like you're always saying like continents it's like the only continents I know are you know on the world
1: that is the quintessential meaning of my life (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness
0: you and Ashlyn have really great word choices really yeah very interesting Like, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, James was wild today, you would tell me, oh, my gosh, James has been feral all day. (laughs) And the first time you said feral, I didn't know what that was. You're like, you know, like a wild animal of sorts. (laughs) Like a mangy old cat on the streets, just feral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The amount of times Kristen is just drinking this entire episode, (laughs) she can't even respond. Is your coffee good?
1: It's so good. I'm really enjoying it. Okay,
0: good. Um, anyway, so I wet the bed until I was 10, 11. I wore pull-ups every night. Super sad, but didn't go great for sleepovers, if you know what I mean. (gasps) By the time I was the age of 16, I was out of my pull-ups, praise be to God. And, uh, Emily and I were sharing a bed at my aunt, uh, Terry's house in Ohio. We were there for some family event. I don't know. And it was like a double bed. Well, she wakes me up (gasps) like at five because she was wet.
1: Oh no. Because I was wet. Oh no.
0: Yeah. 16. When you wait,
1: 16. I I missed that part. Yeah.
0: 16. Oh wow. And I have four older cousins that I look up to. They're (gasps) cool. You know,
1: that is very embarrassing. And
0: Emily goes, okay, well we have to tell aunt Terry. Well, my aunt Terry is the Truly the nicest person on planet Earth. You know that aunt that you have that's just like a sugar? Yes. She's like, oh my gosh, don't even worry about it, sweetheart. She's like, we'll take care of it. I said, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Next thing I know, hey, get the, hey, everyone, get the vacuums, get the cleaners. Everyone in the family is changing my sheets and, <gasps> and putting powder on the, you know, no. the stain. So, it, oh, everyone is trying to clean my mess I thought and I'm just she standing was gonna there.
1: was going to be like quiet about it.
0: Yeah. I, I, her intention was to not embarrass me, of course, but then she was like, let's clean this mattress, and the entire family was cleaning up my, you know.
1: I can imagine that your family didn't make you feel bad, though. Your family's the best.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. None of them made me feel bad, but I just was humiliated at the age of 16 when I actually really cared what people thought, you know? Yeah.
1: 16. You had your license? <gasps>
0: Kristen, come on. Yes, Sorry, of course. Sorry, I just <laughs> have to
1: point out how old you were. <laughs>
0: All right, give us another one.
1: Okay. This is just something that I look back on and I just cannot believe that I did. And it's just very out of character and very embarrassing. Okay. So when Marcus wrote his musical Viral, mm-hmm. he was, I mean, singing all the time. And I was just annoyed because I never grew up singing or like, my mom never put me in anything musical. I don't know how to play any instruments. And I was just like, I want to sing. Like, I want to know if I can sing. And, and the main thing I wanted to know was, am I tone deaf? Okay? Right. Because that was, like, my fear. Like, can I even sing a little bit? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't tone deaf. So, I go on Yelp, and I type in singing lessons near me. (laughs) Yelp? (laughs) Yeah, literally Yelp, because I remember finding this lady on Yelp. Oh
0: my gosh, that's horrifying.
1: There's this lady, I think it was in Encino, Uh that she she did singing lessons out of her house. I call her, I'm like, I would just like to schedule a singing lesson.
0: (laughs) Which... Kristen did not tell any of us she was doing this. No,
1: I didn't tell anyone.
0: Yeah, I didn't know, and I knew you at the time. This
1: was for my own personal, like, self-growth. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It was like something you were deeply needing to know about yourself.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Deeply. Deep, deep. So, I drive up to her house. Mm -hmm. it's just her house. Like this is not a singing studio or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I just hear people belting singing, like they're incredible singers taking singing lessons with this lady. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm horrified. (laughs) I go in and I tell her I'm like, she's like, so like, tell me what your goals are. I say, I am not a singer, to be honest. I've never sang in my whole life. I just want to know if I'm tone deaf. Okay. I told her that. Uh-huh. And she was like, okay, are you trying to like perform in something or anything? I'm like, no, I just, I just like want to learn how to sing like, like a nice, like carry a tune. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm having flashbacks right now. She made me do like the scales. La, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I feel like most people have had like singing lessons or if you've grown up in a family that put you in like musical-ish things, like that wouldn't be feel so foreign to you. But like I had never sang in front of someone in my entire life. So doing that, I was just like, oh, my
0: gosh. That is terrifying. But I I was like,
1: I'm going to try my best because I want to know if I'm tone deaf.
0: It was a deep, deep longing you had to know.
1: So I do the scales like for like 10 minutes with her. Whoa,
0: 10 minutes. Let's go. I
1: don't know. It felt like 10 minutes. (laughs) And then she makes me sing this song from Lamez. I can't remember what it was.
0: Lamez? You got to be kidding! That's like the <laughs> biggest song of all time. Any I remember song what in it.
1: I just remembered what it was. Okay, you
0: have to sing a little <laughs> the, bit for that. It the was point. the
1: song where it was like "I dreamed a dream."
0: <gasps> that oh is, I mean, oh to never sing before and have you sing "I dreamed a dream" by Lamez. Oh my
1: gosh! It was so. horrible horrifying show us show us no no us. yeah you i won't have to. i promise i won't
0: no you have to
1: no i won't
0: kristen you can't say you took singing lessons to find out if you're tone deaf give us three four seconds you sang stanley seamer before we've heard you <laughs> do i dream to dream please
1: john i won't the
0: people have to hear go i won't go please
1: anyways she was like, she, she put the lyrics in front of me. <laughs>
0: You're so annoying. <laughs> you have to do it.
1: I won't do it. Cause remember singing is my biggest ick. And especially if you can't sing, you should not sing.
0: Yeah. But you disclaimer it and go, go. I dream John, dream. you
1: can sing. No, you sing it.
0: No, I don't know the words. Oh,
1: good. So continue. You, okay. So, so <laughs> I sing the song and we sing it over and over and over again. And at the end of the class, I was like, so am I tone deaf? And she was like, no, you are not tone deaf. She's like, I can tell that you've never had any, you've never sang before. But Professional she was like, training. Exactly. But she's like, but you have a very sweet voice that, and you can sing on key. And then I started learning how to play the piano and Mm -hmm. then I learned how to play a piano pretty well. And then I'd sing my, I dreamed a dream with the piano. And I was like, see, I am musical.
0: You are. Mm -hmm. I think anyone can be musical if they want to practice and learn.
1: Isn't that so embarrassing that I did that?
0: No, it's not that embarrassing. It's embarrassing in the sense of like, you don't want to be a singer, but you had to know. So it's funny, but it's not embarrassing. I say good for you trying something new
1: one in 20 people are tone deaf.
0: Whoa.
1: Okay. That's
0: way more than I thought.
1: When I look back at it, like if someone told me, you know, I took my life into my own hands and I took singing lessons because I just wanted to know Mm -hmm. I'd be like, good for you. But for me to do that, it's just,
0: it is funny for your personality and who you are. It's hilarious.
1: But uh, Marcus was
0: saying that you are a, um, you're a natural harmonizer like if that,
1: I'm sp- I remember that's what she said. She said for some reason you always go to harmonizing. Yeah.
0: If if we're all singing together, Kristen just starts harmonizing and she didn't even know she could sing let alone harmonize.
1: But that's not good to just do that like, you know, on accident. But is it's it my superpower? Though.
0: It's your harmonizing superpower, that's what. <laughs> Oh, okay. I
1: don't even think I told Marcus that I was doing it until after I did it.
0: Well, probably because he was in from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. rehearsals for an entire month. And you were jealous you couldn't sing and be a part.
1: Honestly, I wanted to be a part of it.
0: I know I was a part of it with Marcus.
1: Okay, John. We had what's the best your time. next embarrassing story?
0: Okay, my next embarrassing story is my buddy Thomas was getting engaged, and he asked me to help him pick out an engagement ring. Have I told you this story? No. Anyway, he said, "Hey, let's go pick out an engagement ring this week." And I said, oh, "Okay, great, let's do that." Um, well, I went to Panera that day, and there was a, uh, a K Jewelers next to it. And I thought, oh, let me just go in here and see if there's anything cool so we can come here this weekend, you know? So I go in there, and I just thought, you know, oh, uh, by the way, I, this was like the skinny jeans where all guys wore skinny jeans. My skinny jeans were like tights, so they were so tight. I had my sunglasses on, and I went in, and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to act like someone completely different looking for a $30,000 engagement ring. Your ick is about to happen on the the podcast. I went in with an accent and I said, Oh, no, you did not. I said, hello, I'm looking for an engagement ring. No,
1: no, no. A yellow
0: diamond. (laughs) The rarest ones, yellow diamonds.
1: Not at K. Yeah,
0: K. Like, who am I?
1: I've worked with Kay and they're great, but I don't know if they have <laughs> Cover a yellow diamonds.
0: Anyways, I go in there. They pour me a glass of whatever. They show me the back. The girls fall in love with me because I'm this Brit that, you know, in Concord, North Carolina, and I'm telling them I'm wanting to spend twenty to $30,000. they are showing me everything. I spend 30 minutes with them acting like, okay, I'm going to come back this next week, you know, whatever. Knowing that I was never gonna bring Thomas there anyway.
1: I am terrified right now. I have an ick pit.
0: Well, listen, I didn't tell anybody this because why would I? I'm just entertaining myself. Sometimes when I'm alone, I'll just act like I'm somebody different. Okay. Not really anymore, but I used to a Pathological lot
1: of vibes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So, anyways, especially when I was like 18 or 19, I would do that. Fast forward six months, my mom says, <clears throat> elisa my oldest sister is graduating from college she goes elisa's graduating from college joe john why don't you guys go and pick her out some diamond earrings and we'll all pitch in and it'll be her graduation gift And i said okay great well the closest place to my parents house is k jewelers so like i said no one knows that i had a 30 minute experience with these girls but i also thought this is like k jewelers people go in and out all the time they won't be there you know So my brother Joe and I go, Joe is the quarterback, the cool guy in high school, like I was the photographer, he was a sports guy, whatever. We we walk in and I just kind of do a 360, nobody's there. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. I'm like, let's just get these earrings and get out of here. And we walk up to the counter and I say, hey, we're looking for rings. Somebody literally yells, Jonathan? And why did I even give them my real name when I didn't even have a real accent? I turn around, I swear.
1: It's the salesperson.
0: The sales lady, the girls, basically, that fell in love with me. And I pull a Mrs. Doubtfire out. I'm like, hello, DL. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was, my heart was racing. And I spent way too much time with them to just like. To
1: just be like, oh, I was yeah, joking.
0: That wasn't me, you know, whatever. I went right back into character in front of my brother. <gasps> and they're like, why are you here? And I'm like oh, sister, she's graduating from college and all this stuff. And they're if like...
1: I get the chills in the worst way whenever you do talk that, like that. Accent, yeah, uh-huh.
0: yeah. Anyway, so then I, they're like, who's this? Who's this? And I go, oh, this is my brother, Joe. And Joe literally looks at me <laughs> being like, what the heck is happening? And then he goes, hi, how are you? And sticks his hand out and shakes their hand. Why? Because he did... He just acted like he was British, too, because he's my brother. For the next 30 minutes, Joe, who has a awful, awful accent, is like, Oh, John, let's go over here and check these out.
1: <laughs> Did you have to explain after to Joe? Yes,
0: what? we got in the car. He was like, what was it? He was having the time of his yeah, life. Yeah,
1: he just thought maybe you were being silly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we both were rolling laughing in the car. We secured diamond earrings for we my sister's graduation. secured Secured it, and... We have forever laughed about that because it's like, even when there's something about siblings that will just back you up no matter what, even when they could truly embarrass you, they're gonna do the right thing, you know?
1: The worst part of that whole story Mm -hmm. is just that you chose to do that.
0: Thank you. For me. Thank you.
1: To me, that's what hurts me the most. (laughs) (laughs) Because A, I already hate accents. Right. You know, fake accents. Right. And B, the fact that you talked like that for 30 minutes. I know.
0: I had a blast. I had a blast. I know you
1: had a blast. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. That you had a blast. Thank you. And I hope you never go back again.
0: Oh, trust me. Never, never, never.
1: Never, never. Oh, my goodness. Do you have one more? Yeah. I have one more.
0: Let's end on a really good one.
1: Okay. Well, it's like three in one. Oh, perfect. Okay. Because... A lot of embarrassing things happened to me during the period of the accident, the bike accident that Marcus and I got into. Right. So many embarrassing things happened because we were so injured and I was in so many uncomfortable situations.
0: For those of you who don't know, (laughs) probably most of you do. Marcus and Kristen were hit by a bike in 2020
1: no, no, a car. I
0: mean, sorry, <laughs> hit on the bike by a car going 50 miles an hour. They flew up 20 feet in the air and they both broke multiple bones and mm-hmm. there was a long recovery. Okay, continue.
1: Yeah. So we got into this horrific accident. I broke my femur in my hip and I couldn't get up. I couldn't right. walk, obviously. So I had to use a bedpan, which is where you just stick this little Tupperware box under your butt while you're laying down to go pee. And then if you have to go number two, it's even more horrific because you have to get nurses in there. They have to sit you up. It's so horrific because you're on all these pain medications that just like (sighs) make your digestive system so messed up. Mm -hmm. And that's not even, this is not even part of the embarrassing story. I just want to let you guys know, The entire accident time period was just like, I felt like I had no privacy in my body. And it was just.
0: You needed help for every single thing you ever did.
1: Yeah. Like Lexi and my mom had to shower me and wash my body. And it's just, I I quickly became like unembarrassed about bodily things because I had to.
0: (laughs) Right. Bodily.
1: But I was on very intense pain medicine for a long time. Yeah, I know. Every single day, I took my pain medicine, like every couple of hours. It was very intense. Yeah. And one of the side effects for me personally of these pain medicines was that I had rage. Like (laughs) I raged at random (laughs) moments.
0: Really? I don't remember that.
1: I want to tell you guys about one of two of those times that I raged that is just so embarrassing now looking back at it. But in my mind, it was so justified in the moment. Okay. So (laughs) this is when obviously we lived in LA. We lived in a house, me and Marcus were bedridden and my mom was staying with us, taking care of us full time. So I had just graduated from my wheelchair to my Walker, but I had just started using my Walker. And even just getting out of bed to go to the kitchen was like a nightmare. It was mm-hmm. just took everything out of me. It was so tiring. Mm-hmm. So, I remember one night our neighbors would always th- throw these parties and they were so loud. Yes. And their backyard was connected to our backyard. <laughs> we just had a big wooden fence. <sighs> they were blasting their music so loud. I could feel the bed shaking. Boom boom boom. I I was so mad. I was so tired, so in pain. And I was like, Marcus, I'm calling the cops. And Marcus was like, don't call the cops, Kristen. Just they'll end soon enough. Hours later, still, music blasting, bed shaking. I'm so, I'm just, you know when your rage is just brewing inside of well, you. Well,
0: especially when the neighbors are raging next door. You're going to start the raging. neighbors
1: were raging, but I was raging even harder.
0: Oh, my gosh. So,
1: so I... It was like, I think Marcus was asleep at this point, maybe. I was like, I decided in my head, I am getting up. I'm going to roll my walker out, <laughs> outside, across my yard and tell them to shut up. So I hobble out of bed. I'm in a big sweatshirt in my underwear. I get my walker. I'm like, feebly getting across my house opening the sliding glass door. Marcus is like, "Kristen, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to tell these people <laughs> to shut up." Okay. I go across the grass of our lawn, which is so hard because you're you're with a walker. Like this was the hardest thing I had done since the accident. Right. Like the most energy I I had exerted. I had so much adrenaline. Because I had so much rage that it was just getting me through. I didn't even feel the pain. I just <laughs> saw fire. I just saw fire behind my eyes. Oh my god! I drop. I, I let go of the walker, and I pull this huge stick out of the ground because we had uh, jasmine bushes, and you know they grow on the stake. So I pull the stake out of the ground. I go to the. <laughs> I go over to the fence. I take the stake and I start. Hitting,
0: slashing, it
1: start hitting the fence that's connected there. You are. I also Marcus has video of this. I we gotta put that on the podcast. We
0: have to because
1: Marcus got out of bed and filmed because he was like, yeah. "What is
0: happening?"
1: <laughs> I start screaming. I'm banging. What on are the you fence. saying? I'm banging on the fence with this wooden stake, and I say, "Listen, you guys have." Got to stop playing your music. Turn down your music. And I it's like, it's like a voice that wasn't even my voice coming out of me. You'll hear it in the video. It's like, whoa. It's like I sound like a 60-year-old woman. So I'm, i I think the first thing I said was, turn down your music. And then I said, oh, in the video, I say, you guys do this every Wednesday. <laughs> what every Wednesday I'm like you guys do this all the time and then someone shouts from on their side and they're like you could just ask nicely and we'll turn it down and I said I was like I started saying things that were <laughs> incoherent like I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. like and I go off for like 30 more seconds just saying how mad I was oh
0: my gosh
1: and then you can see me drop the steak and roll her back <laughs> into the house
0: I remember seeing the video oh, back when it happened, but yes, I forgot what I you said. I hope
1: Marcus still has the Oh, he the does. Video. He has
0: everything in a vault.
1: Oh my gosh. But in the morning, I woke up clear-minded and so <laughs> horrified. Oh my gosh. I was like, what if these, I'm like, A, these people know, who we're, we're neighbors. Right. Like, we see each other out. <laughs> I was like, why did I do that, Kristen? I'm so stupid. So that was like the most intense rage that I had. But I would have raging moments like towards my mom. I remember I was I was using the bathroom mm-hmm. when I was still using my wheelchair, and my mom always had a really hard time putting my wheelchair together because you had to like close it in to go through the bathroom,
0: right. and
1: she couldn't get the um the legs she couldn't get the legs. Mm-hmm which I had to have the the legs because my leg wouldn't bend past 90 degrees. So I had to have my leg propped up. I was already going through the worst thing, which is going number two after the accident. Mm -hmm. And I was about to pass out because that was the thing. I was passing out all the time. I was about to pass out. My mom couldn't get the wheelchair. I'm not proud of this, but I am going to say what I said. Please. Mom, get the... And I said something I should not have. But I said something very bad to my mom. I was in tears, crying, shaking, sweating. (laughs) Get the, you guys can fill in the blank. Wheelchair, fix it, hurry, I'm about to pass out. (laughs) My mom is freaking out, I'm trying, Kristen. I'm trying, Kristen, shut up. And then I get in the wheelchair finally, and then I just start sobbing. And I was like, I'm so sorry, Mom. I'm just in so much pain. My mom was the best during that whole time. Of course. There was just so many moments of rage.
0: There was one moment I specifically remember where you weren't raging, but you were angry, kind of mad. Oh, no. You were in the kitchen at your house, and you are bedridden and in a wheelchair. So you cannot do anything but go from the couch to the bed and Uh eat. You know, that's it. And your mom was there for how long? She was there probably for two months.
1: Yeah, she was there for three months. Three
0: months, yeah. just taking care of you guys, cooking, cleaning, you know, whatever. Well, Kristen is extremely organized, extremely clean, and very particular about the way her pantry and fridge is organized. Mm-hmm. And Kristen's just rolling through the kitchen with her eyes rolling up <laughs> out of her head. Being, I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, I can't wait for my mom to get out of here so I can clean my fridge. I'm like, you couldn't <laughs> clean it even if you wanted. She's like, the whole place is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: there was like God. steam coming
0: off of your head. And I just, I mean, I can't even imagine because you're in so much pain. You're going through everything and you obviously want your house to be your sanctuary of peace and everything the way you like it, but mm-hmm. your mom doesn't keep a kitchen the way you keep it, apparently. And oh, I no, was just no, laughing. No, she does not. I was laughing. And then when you went into the room, Caroline and I started talking crap about you. We were like, that ungrateful little brat. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I mean, we were joking, but you know.
1: No, I, that was something that was very hard for me, is yeah. that I could not. Physically do anything. anything that I wanted to do. Right. So like all I wanted to do was vacuum my house. Mm. Like, Kristen vacuums like, her
0: house probably two to three days a week. I mean, two to three times a day because she has golden retrievers and she's such a clean freak that every like morning, noon, and night she's dysoning the whole house.
1: It was really hard for me to let go of that control. Yeah, of course. And it's your like, house. I would get out of my bed like once a day and I'd go roll into the kitchen and I would see the fridge just like so stocked, but like so unorganized.
0: Just things piled in And it just
1: like, it just hurt. It was just like, I I can't even change anything about this. And also knowing, I know this doesn't matter, but it just, it's another physical reminder that I can't do even the simplest of tasks.
0: Right. You're like my femurs already hurting. Don't let my fridge hurt me even more.
1: Exactly. And I remember when I transitioned to crutches, the first thing I did was vacuum my house. Of I course. have pictures of me on a crutch vacuuming my house and I was so happy. Yeah. But now like even thinking back to the accident, I'm just I'm just so We got to do a whole episode about the accident because you saw some things.
0: Yeah. It's just amazing that you guys are alive. And without the accident, you wouldn't have James.
1: Exactly. Which is crazy. so insane. Yeah. I have one more embarrassing story. I think I've shared this before on like an old YouTube video, but I'll share it again because it is hilarious. Okay. When I was back in the hospital for the third time, when I had my pulmonary embolism and then I had to go back into the hospital. Yeah. I remember I was like in the blood unit of the hospital and then they had to take me to a different unit. And I think they took me to like, I didn't even know where I was at that point. I just had so many things connected to me and I was dead inside. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this male nurse walks in the room and he's so nice. He's so like energetic and he goes, hi, Kristen. Kristen like blah 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 I'm Mr. Marvelous something like I'm Mr. it was like I think he called himself Mr. Marvelous I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying and I was like okay I was so so beyond deceased at this point that mm-hmm. nothing fazed me I'm Mr. Marvelous. Did you know that you can watch movies here, any movie you want, at the comfort of your own bed? And I'm just like, oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: And then he's like, let
1: me show you. And he like pulls up the Disney Marvel series or whatever, you know, the superheroes. He's like, that's why they call me Mr. Marvelous because blah, blah, blah. And then it clicked in my head. He thinks I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, this man <laughs> thinks I'm a child. He, Am I in the pediatric unit right now?
0: <laughs> Imagine. I, I
1: was so confused. And so he continues with his grand gestures. I'm going to make this time at the hospital the best time of your life. And we can have fun and blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. And I just go, I think I was like, what, 24 at the time? Okay. Or maybe 22? I was like. I'm 22 and he was like and then his face just dropped and he was like I'm so sorry I thought you were (laughs) I think he said like I thought you were 10 or 11 (gasps) and I was just like oh my gosh
0: I was just like
1: just what I needed to be called a 10 year old and Mr. Marvelous come in and make my day
0: (laughs) It's awful.
1: (laughs) I got to find Mr. Marvelous.
0: I I have to tell this story about your mom. When she found out that you guys got hit by a car, she booked the first flight out of Florida and flew directly there. Marcus and Kristen were in the hospital. They were both coming out of surgeries. We all didn't know what all was wrong with you guys, like what was broken, if you were paralyzed, whatnot. And your mom is like a mama bear, obviously. And I remember your mom going to the front desk and saying, I need to see my baby Kristen. And they're like, uh, "Sorry, ma'am, you're. It's 2020. You're not gonna be able to." She's like, "Absolutely not. I am going to see Kristen." And they're like, "Ma'am," she goes, "I will take this building
1: down brick, brick by, by brick. brick
0: until I see my daughter."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Okay."
0: And then they were like, "Okay, okay, calm down, calm down. <laughs> we'll take you And then she like, "Okay." Thank
1: you, yeah. and then went up. And then she became best friends with that frat desk nurse. guy. I oh, remember. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, she's yeah. the G of all. No,
1: I, I, after after we had gotten hit, and by the way, I don't know if I've ever shared this, but we went on that bike ride. And I didn't bring my phone, so I had no idea where I was, what time it was. I couldn't contact anybody oh, yeah. except from the hospital phone. I remember like calling my dad or something, and and then I wake up. And my mom is there. I'm like, how did you... Like She got there in record time before I even had my femur surgery, which they did so quickly after yeah. I got into the hospital. Yeah, CeCe just makes it happen, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: She, she saved the day. She does
1: not play around when it comes to her kids. No,
0: she's the best mom ever.
1: Okay, well, we love you guys. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Uh, yes, please. It's all we will accept. Please, please. Um, this
0: holiday season, we're asking for five stars.
1: That is the only gift we need from you. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you guys are following us on our Instagram. We'll post all of the little clips and photos that we were talking about on today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon if you want to be a part of the book club and lots of other fun things. And
0: and I haven't even told you this. I started a TikTok because oh, i was for like our podcast yeah so we're just putting our reels oh. on there so that's it's that's the point underscore pod because i couldn't do dot pod so okay. find us on tiktok that's the point underscore pod
1: perfect i love that yeah you're really you're really with the time so. trying
0: i mean you're the one who's saying push tiktok you know <gasps>
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay well we love you guys and we will see you next wednesday
0: love y'all see you next week Bye. bye bye